Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Show going to send the SoCon conference from the show from the ATL, like we are, man. Coach Jake McCauley, the Waffle Terriers coach. Good to talk to you, brother. How you doing, man? Great to see you, man. How you doing, coach? Living life like it's like golden, man. I'm happy as can be, man. Our Hawks are doing better. We got a win, and so I'm happy, man. It's always good when they get a dub before us, man. Yeah, hopefully, the Hawks can keep it rolling, man. I'm a huge fan from afar up here in Spartanburg, so that's my team in the NBA. Most definitely. Coach, let me ask you about this, man. You know, you guys are eight and four, three of the grands in conference play, man. You're playing pretty well. Talk about how your team's kind of gelling right now and how you guys are kind of playing real well right now. Yeah, we're off to a, a pretty good start in conference play. I think non-conference for everybody was a little different. We were all over the place, had nine games affected, rescheduled five or six of them with different opponents that we thought we were going to play. So, we were just thankful to get in as many games as we could and heading into conference play with a young team like we've got. That certainly helped us, I think. And uh, to win four four road games, our first four road games in conference play, we are, we are very thrilled about that. And obviously looking forward to having some games at home and getting healthy, getting better in some areas and keeping it rolling. Speaking of that, how was the ramp up for you guys? Trying to avoid injuries, trying to avoid something nagging, getting guys acclimated. They're, they're the young guys who into your system and how you play. How was the whole process trying to get your guys ready to the, for the point you are today here in mid-January? Yeah, it's a challenge. Every team's done it differently. I'm sure at the NBA level too. I mean, it's protocols are preventing you from doing the same stuff. I've got coaches practicing. They're in ice bags every night uh, because – we're trying to keep everybody separate. So this year we've had probably two two days out of the week we keep everybody in two gyms and practice separately. And you know, sure enough, knock on wood, that's been helping us here uh, get through some things, and uh, hopefully that continues. But a lot more skill work, a lot more separated practices, and a lot more testing. And when we do tests, we use those days to uh, practice together. Most definitely. And for us watching film, um, has that been more of a thing this year than ever? Because, you know, being separate, you have to kind of teach via Zoom and kind of test the guy's knowledge via Zoom. Understand, do you really see what we're seeing here on the film defensively, offensively? How's that been for you guys as well as you prepare for games? I think it's actually helped us. It's probably helped a lot of teams. This pandemic has made you look at things differently and brought brought us together more closely we started doing a lot of Zoom teaching just because of the youth of our roster and the turnover we had from graduating guys, guys going pro, 
to bring in about five or six young guys that have never been in our system. We had to do a ton of Zoom teaching. And uh, obviously now in season, we got our routine as far as scouting and preparation. But you got to have the right guys on the bus that are sponges that can digest that. And uh, I think we got that here still in our locker room, which I'm excited about. Coach, I know as, as the games get more and more and more going, that guys are adding more stuff in. You know, so I want to ask you about that fourth put in stuff, been having a young team. Did you kind of go more basic earlier than, than you're adding as you go because you're seeing guys get, getting, getting concepts? I'm seeing more and more complex schemes now as the teams play more games than they were November, December now. So and it's saying, are you seeing the same, same thing as I'm seeing right now with a lot of teams around, around the country here? Yeah, that's, that's a terrific question. Um, Certainly, it's a feel thing for me. I, I put a lot on guys' plates. We have a system, a complex system, that I don't think people like guarding a whole lot. Uh, and, and we face a lot of different schemes and defensive schemes every week. So we do have to put a lot of stuff in. And some of that stuff does not, does not stick. And that's okay uh, as long as we, we can kind of correct that and uh, continue to build our library of attack throughout the year and learn from our mistakes. There's going to be mistakes. We just talk about being aggressive, making those mistakes. So certainly we throw a lot at people. We have a uh, kind of a versatile complex system that I think guys like playing in. And uh, that, that certainly helps when you got smart guys that can digest that stuff. And coach, I love a complex system. I love seeing complexity of systems because I feel like it makes you prepare for more than you, and you don't have enough time to prepare for it. So sure. the fact that your guys already do it every day, you you mastered it, but they have to look at it on film, figure out in a prep, prep week, like, oh my God, how I figure out how to play Wofford because all of the coaching them do. So I love your system because it definitely causes you to prepare for a lot. And that's kind of the thing with the Hawks as well. I didn't basically, I cover as well. The more complex you are, the harder you are to guard and stop. This is, that's why teams are good who have more than just those basic concepts of five outs or, or one five pick and roll here or switch one through four. If you do different stuff, gaps and slots, trip off strong side, all kinds of different stuff you do, it makes you hard to prepare for and play against as well. Yeah, and I think we recruit to positionless basketball. So, you know, the Washington Post reached out to us and was very curious as to why we were number one in the country in shooting threes. Well, it's because we got a lot of shooters a lot of smart guys that like to share the ball and that makes you hard to guard. And I think guys growing up and watching the Youngs and the Currys and, you know, that's the type of basketball people want to play in. So yeah, it's complex, uh, but it's positionless and guys have fun in that system. And, you know, the neat thing is watching them grow throughout the year and get better and better. Coach, having a young team, how'd you use this COVID situation to teach them about adversity and how they would grow as young men going out beyond 2020 and beyond? For me, Coach, as I'm in my 30s, I'm, 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 I'll be 30, 34 in March. I've had to become a better leader, a better boyfriend, a better brother, a better everything because of this 2020 because I'm the point man. So for you, how'd you use that to teach your young men? But this is a part of life. They have to grow from this going forward. This is an example of what life will be the next, hopefully, 80 years of your life beyond Wofford. Yeah, I just think it's it's about being mindful of having open discussions daily about what's going on in the world. You know, the racial injustices, the pandemic, you know, life life isn't fair. And the reality is you got to get up, go to work every day, work really hard. You got to really buy into serving others and keep moving, you know, keep moving forward. And everybody's kind of got this rallying cry right now of being the best problem solvers you can be. 
And uh, we just don't do a lot of complaining here at Wofford. That's, that's wasted time, wasted energy. And we're going to focus our energy on serving each other, being there for each other and working hard. And in talking about the things that are going to impact these guys as being fathers and, and good husbands moving forward. So I think that ties into how we play and the trust that we show on the court. And we may be a young team, but we're connected right now. And hopefully that continues. Um, that's the goal. And yeah, I think that's good because you know young men who come from your program, they, 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 they were the man in high school. They, 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 they were the man. They was had the ball in their hands, having to sacrifice for the team and be a part of a, a situation for, for the betterment of everybody. I think getting an eight, nine, nine year old young man to buy into the team concept is a massive thing you do because a lot of those guys were the man in high school coming into your program. Yeah, it's very hard. I'm going to hire you as my full time psychologist. <laughs> That's mostly my job. Uh, you know, you gotta you gotta shoot kids straight, and they've got to be able to block out the outside noise and really buy into what this team's all about and what team sports is all about. And you know, usually when they see the success of that in a team sport, you know, their egos can be left aside. But that's a tricky deal with a young team. And uh, certainly, we've had those moments, just like everybody in the country deals with that. Heck, everybody in the NBA deals with that. And, uh, you know, I think just shooting guys straight and, again, keeping the main thing the main thing, working hard, buying into the team stuff and serving others. Uh, we do that on a consistent basis to make that habit uh, so that other stuff doesn't infiltrate our system. That's our hogs have a saying, a we mentality. That's what Lord Pierce's calling is. We have a we mentality. It's about we, not me. So I think it's a great coach Pierce is doing for the Hawks is that we mentality that's good for your team as well because I feel like when you are together and yours one when things go south you can stay together and get through it without having friction or media leaking as happens in the NBA all the time as we know <laughs> so I think it's a big thing to have that we mentality is to keep those problems in the house and not snap them in the bud when they come up easily have to have to and uh we just keep it real simple. Every time we break it down, we, we say team. And other people have different, you know, things they do. But it's always been that way here. And certainly it's going to continue to be that way. Now, how was recruiting via, via Zoom? I, I know you're a guy who loves to interact with people. How is it to recruit and show the great Wofford campus via Zoom recruiting this season, getting guys for each 21 and 22 classes here via Zoom? It's certainly challenging. It's difficult. Uh, the best thing you can do is, is show a person in person uh, our facilities, which is first class, some of the best in the nation. And then obviously that personal touch that you have to sit in, in, in there and have a conversation. Uh, certainly missing that. Uh, admissions tours are still going on uh, for the most part throughout the year. So we rely heavily on that department to give them a, a good snapshot of that. But it is every 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 team's dealing with this, this is difficult. And, you know, the recruiting period has become dead throughout the whole year. So we can't evaluate guys like we normally do. But again, it's like what I tell our team, we gotta be problem solvers and figure out the ways to, uh, to adapt. And we've certainly done that with our recruiting classes. I'm really fired up with that. You have Western Carolina coming up on Saturday. You have a week, kind of a week here to prepare for those guys. So getting some rest, which is good for you guys, kind of middle of the season here. So that's probably good for you. How are you going to approach this week knowing you all have one game Saturday against Western at your place there? Yeah, got to get better. Uh, got to keep moving. Uh, we we, uh, we talk about it all the time. We got to get better. 
some some defensive numbers have slightly dropped here in conference play, even though we're winning and finding different ways to win and with the a different guy every night stepping up, which is great as a coach. You win in the 40s, 50s, you win in the 80s and 90s, you're winning in different ways. But to be more consistent valuing the basketball and being more gritty and nasty defensively, those have been our best teams over the last five championships. And just trying to show illustrations of that every day and getting better and working on our skills and uh, knock on wood, staying healthy, most importantly. Now, how happy you are, you guys, and go there back-to-back things. I feel bad for conferences that are back-to-back because, you know, I know the, the Hawks, as you and I both in the NBA, they play them all the time. And that second night, the back, that back-to-back is tough, even on professional guys. So for college kids to be playing back-to-back 40-minute games without the same kind of nutritional value, same kind of strength as the NBA guys, I feel bad for those guys. I'm, I'm, I'm thankful you probably at just conference SoCon said, no, we'll still play our regular schedule and not play those back-to-back-to-backs like that, like other conferences are doing. Yeah, it's it just uh, it's just how they're dealing with the pandemic, different conferences. You know, they just feel like that's more safe, which they have a point, you know, to keep everyone in a bubble for that weekend and then leave Monday and Tuesday for flexible dates to fill in. The SOCON is just kind of, you know, I wouldn't say punted, but, uh, you know, decided to keep things as, as is. And, you know, a couple of weeks ago that looked a little dicey, but, you know, this last week we've gotten every game in. We're going to have to squeeze some games in on Monday. Uh, but our guys just like playing. Any way we can oh, yeah. figure out how to play, uh, whether it's home or away, we're going we're gonna to appreciate that and be thankful for it. That's what I got for you, Coach. What was your hobby over the quarantine this, this summer? Mine was playing the guitar and trying, trying to get better at that. What was yours? You know what? People don't know this. I don't even think most Terrier fans know this. I, I play the guitar, and I okay. had played a long time. So I had a lot of time with my daughters playing, playing Disney songs and, and uh, making up songs. We had a good time with that. I got a five-year-old and a one-year-old. So we uh, we also dabbled in the guitar and lots oh, of Disney Plus. Yes, indeed. Yeah, man. Hey, I had to find some new coach when I went on the radio doing interviews. <laughs> I had to find something to make the time go by, man. So it was fun, man. I'm going to try to keep doing it and getting more better at it because I, I said, okay, I could maybe have another crowd off the radio playing a good start, being a band or something. I'll retire from radio one day. <laughs> You'd be a psychologist, a, a guitarist, and uh, obviously you're doing great with what you're doing now, man. No doubt, Coach. Hey, man, thank you for your time as always. Always good talking to another ATL guy, man. Best luck to you guys in SoCon. Keep up the good work. Be healthy and be safe, Coach. Always a pleasure talking to you every time, man. Thank you. Appreciate you having me. All right, Coach. Be good, brother. listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v on youtube